This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Has he captured your heart with his love? That name is awesome. When we were praying yesterday, Pastor Ebele said that Abraham would, have, Abraham would have felt when he saw the introduction of the name. That if only this was introduced to me when I was on earth. Hallelujah. All the saints, all the men of God, all the believers in Old Testament of the Bible, you know, that's what the Bible says that God haven't provided something better for us. We are under a better covenant, a better condition, and a more authentic fellowship with the Father. And when Peter saw, he said, the things that angels desire to look into. But you know what is given to us is not given to angels. Angels are not saved. They are not born again. They are angels. <laughs> when Paul saw, he said, don't you know you wish I judge angels? Some don't know. Ah, on that judgment, they were going to ask angels some questions. So why did they bash my car? Where were you? He said, we shall judge angels. Now, I don't know, the, I, I don't know what Paul was exactly saying, by, but that he said, we shall judge angels. Hallelujah. In God's plan, God first, man second, angels third. Something that angels are before, no. Hallelujah. Anyway, that's not a direction, but just get to understand that that's the truth. All right? Praise the Lord. So we'll be talking about seasons, right? <laughs> Amen. Now, let's start this way. That If you were not around last week, get the message of last week. And you need to listen again and again because, again, I want to take it a step further today, still on the same subject matter. So we started by saying that there are seasons, right? And the Bible said that to everything, there is a season. So I also mentioned in Genesis chapter 8, what the Bible says, when Noah came out of the ark, that while the ark remained, seed, time, and harvest, summer and winter, day and night, will not cease. So it shows that there are seasons. And Solomon said, in the morning, sow your seed, in the evening, so we said all that at the beginning. But there is something that I want to get our attention, I want, I want us to see today um, about God's perfect plan for a Christian, anybody that is in Christ, that it is not God's plan that we have day today, we have night tomorrow, you know, we have tall times today. Now, there will always be challenges. But it means different things to different people. Hallelujah. So, what I want to explain today is that by God's plan, you should not have night season repeating itself in your life. Because there is something in God that is called. Now, let's read Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. Proverbs 4, 18. Hallelujah. Even though the Bible says that there must be day and night, you know, the things of God are mysteries until they are decoded by the Holy Spirit. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. You are into your most glorious days. And those days will not end. Amen. Are you following me? Yes, what is this? 
But the part of the just. Let's pray together. The part of the just is a shining light that shines more and more and more unto the perfect day, right? When Jesus came, he said, I come that they may have life. How? It keeps flowing and it keeps increasing. Now, the second scripture I want to show you is very important. That is Isaiah chapter 60 verse 20. Isaiah 60 20. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Get ready for ever increasing success. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> oh, your life will not be full of ups and downs. Amen. It's like the part of the just. You'll be made just by the blood of Jesus. Amen. You'll keep going. There's only one direction. Keep going upward and forward. Amen. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Look at the scripture. Now, this like... <laughs> It defies what we've been saying before. The Bible says, Thy son shall... Oh. Someone read with me. Let's read it again. Thy son. And what's the reason? The Lord everlasting light and glory to God. Can somebody shout, I will never mourn again. Your son shall no longer go down. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know the reason. That's why I'm sharing this with you. This touched my heart deeply. Why some believers at times, they are blessed. And then it's as if the blessing evaporates. Somebody prays, prays, and they get a job. And after a while, they lose it. And if you study the Bible very well, this is the God, God's plan. Somebody prays and they get into a marriage and then the marriage turns sour. And you begin to understand, is it that God blesses and then withdraws it or withdraws himself from the blessing? Even though the Bible makes it clear that the blessing of the Lord, Proverbs 10, 27, the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich and it adds no sorrow. Is that right? Praise the Lord. So if it is the blessing of the Lord, it breeds no regrets. Are you following me? Is that true? Now I want to show you today, if you see, if, if, why, I want to show you why a person can have a breakthrough. What they call, but I don't like using that word breakthrough. (laughs) Let me just use the word success. Why somebody can be successful and after a while, they are not successful again. Why some Christians will shine for a while and then the light begins to dwindle out again. And you know what? You look around and you see this pattern. And this contradicts what the Bible said. Thy sun shall no longer go down. When a Christian breaks from obscurity to limelight. It's supposed to be the part of the job that shines brighter and brighter. If you make profit in business. It's not just for a short time and then you recall loss again. It's supposed to be the beginning of a new adventure. A new level. Praise the Lord. But you know, for many people, it's not so. And I want to call your attention to a few things. So maybe we can call this, uh, uh, I don't know, and I don't give title to message. They usually help me to give title. Whatever it appears, <laughs> whatever title you think, <laughs> title it, any title that you think is <laughs> okay with it. But I know I'm, I'm just speaking about, because 
I have seen this severally. And if you don't have a track record of going up and up, you might not get to the destination that God has planned for you. You will not be able to influence much people on earth and you will be able to do much on earth. But there is a reason. The Bible says that the ungodly, they don't know at what they stumble. When a Christian stumbles, you should know what. If, don't live by chances. Don't um, live by probability. Don't get to a point where when everything is happening in your life and there's so much joy, you don't know why you are happy. So when you are sad also, you don't know why. You don't know the factors that are operating in your life, making your life beautiful, or the factors that are operating in your life. It's, see, there's no problem if you know the reason for the challenge. There is a, have you ever wondered when they were all running around, when the boat that Jonah was in, when the boat was about sinking, everybody was afraid except Jonah. He was the only one that knew the reason for their predicament. As they were throwing load inside water, Jonah was sleeping. <laughs> Hallelujah. Others were wondering, what did we do to bring this stuff upon us? But the man that was the cause of the problem knew that it was the cause and he was sleeping. Jonah saw them, the ship going this way, going that way, saucers flying, teacups, everybody shouts, oh God, save us, save us, save us. And the real guy was sleeping. It was like, well, when you are tired, come and wake me up and ask me the reason for your problem. And when they woke him up and, you know, and he just said, you want this to stop? Throw me inside. Those men were good men. They were Nigerians. Very good men. Ah, they felt like, no. You know, we are very, we love, we love ourselves here to our next thing. They felt like, oh, no, no, no. We can't throw you inside. Then Jonah said, well, either you throw me inside or we all die inside. Choose one. And they carried the guy, zoom, into the water, and everything stopped. Bible said the men were afraid of God. Ah, now what kind of... I know, Jonah didn't ask God to help him. Inside the water, God prepared well. Jonah was just like, well, if you like, kill me. This Nineveh, I am not going. If you look at the map of the Bible, when God told you to go to Nineveh and he went to Tashi, Tashi is direct opposite of Nineveh. Jonah operated perfect disobedience. There were towns close to Nineveh. He didn't go there. Nineveh was right. He went left to show God that I... <laughs> what a remarkable man. Now, what... I'm going to start with one factor. And then I will look at two others in second service. Are you ready? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I want to start from Daniel chapter 6. Let me show you first thing. One thing for Daniel 6. The last verse of Daniel chapter 6. Now, I'll just show you from two scriptures that the part of the joy as light that shines and that your son shall know God. The word of God must be a foundation. This is God's expectation. And that Jesus said, I come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. So the Bible said that, so this Daniel, everybody say this Daniel. This is the testimony that will be coming from many of you here. Shout a better amen. amen. So this Daniel prospered in the reign of Dairos. And in the reign of Cyrus, the Persian. What's the meaning of that? Verse 1. This is Daniel. Verse 1 of the same chapter 6. Praise the Lord. He pleased Darius to set over the kingdom and 120 princes, which should be over the whole kingdom. Verse 2. And over these three presidents, of whom Daniel was first, that the prince might give account to him. Verse 3. This Daniel, that word again. Then this Daniel was preferred. I wanted to pay attention to that, that, the peculiarity of that word, this Daniel. By the time they said he was there in the time of Darius and Cyrus. Now remember how his journey started. 
Nebuchadnezzar was the king when Daniel became the superstar. His son took over. He omitted Daniel for a while, but later sought for Daniel again. That's Belshazzar, the son of Nebuchadnezzar. So second king, Belshazzar. Now, in chapter 6, Darius was the king, the third one. Now, after Darius, Cyrus came for Medopatia and then four kings. When Daniel was thrown into the den of lions, according to Bible scholar, was about, when he came to Babylon, he was about 18. When he was being thrown into the den of lions, he was about 88. 60 years of outstanding success. It didn't matter which one was the king. All of them, that's what this Daniel, this same guy, everyone that showed up as a king, now those kings did not even come from the same region. Nebuchadnezzar and Belshazzar, his son, were Babylonians. Darius was a Medi, Median, and Cyrus was from Persia. So three different countries, four different kings, but all of them promoted Daniel. So the Bible said, this Daniel, this Daniel. As soon as Darius came, so Nebuchadnezzar promoted him. Belshazzar promoted him. Now when Darius came, who was from another tribe, the Bible said that he just thought of appointing 120 presidents, and he thought of making three above those 120, and then he made Daniel the one out of the three. And Bible said, this Daniel was preferred. What makes this thing to work in saints? For some believers, their testimony will be like, they were favored in the time of Nebuchadnezzar, but Belshazzar dealt with them. Some other people, and you know, you see this. Somebody starts a business, all of a sudden, there's a sudden profit. And then there's no profit again. There's nobody in business that is a Christian that you cannot count the time that there was every rain upon your business. Why that every rain is not happening continuously and why you are waiting for many days and you are wondering whether you work or not also. I mean, somebody has, somebody has given you a car. Somebody at one time or the other in your life, you've been given something that you weren't expecting, something bigger than what you thought. Is that right? Why this does not happen regularly is what I want to explain. Are you ready to hear me? Maybe we should stop here. <laughs> now I can say I get you. This people, somebody wants to know why, why, why. <laughs> so see, in people's story, the secrets are there. Now the Lord showed me this, and that's why I'm showing you the first law, or the first principle, or the first step, or the first thing you should pay attention to. Daniel chapter two. I want to read something from there. Let's start. Let's go to the last two verses in chapter two. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Blessed be your name. Hallelujah. This happened after he interpreted the dream. You know, they came. Everything will always start like a challenge. They came and they wanted to kill all the wise men. The king said, tell me the dream and the meaning. And nobody could. And they were going to his good Daniel himself. And he fasted for three days. This was the beginning of his breakthrough. The first time that you recall that he prayed for three days to get an answer to something. And when he got the answer and he told the king the king's dream and the interpretation, the king bowed before Daniel. Say, wow. Now look at what happened. <laughs> the king answered Daniel and said, of truth, your God is God of gods and the Lord of heaven. Reveal our secrets. Next verse. The king made Daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and, gave him, and made him ruler over the old province of Babylon and the chief of governors over all the wise men in Babylon. Next verse is where the answer is. And Daniel requested of the king, and he said Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon, but Daniel, but Daniel sat in the gates of the king. That but Daniel, I'm going to explain second service. 
But listen to the first part. The king gave Daniel gifts. The first thing Daniel did was to make requests for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, I cannot say this, but you cannot say I'm wrong. Listen to me. Daniel chapter 2, it was Daniel's show. He was the one that interpreted the dream and he got many gifts. Chapter 3, you know there were four. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. Now, in chapter 3, it was Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego's show. It was their own time. They were the ones who went to fire. Daniel didn't go to fire. When they came out of the fire, everybody bowed to them. But check very well. None of them made a request for Daniel. After chapter 3, you will not hear of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego again. The first principle, Daniel knew this by the Spirit. Anytime you are blessed, remember those who are not as blessed as yourself. A portion of your success must be given to others. Oh, I can't. There will come a day we elaborate on this. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Once you have the temptation of the first fruit of your blessing to consume it upon yourself, you are in problem. Are you, are you, are you, are you, you want to buy everything you want to buy, gratify your fleshy desire, and there is a problem. The first, when you, any, any breakthrough you have must touch the people around you. I'm going to show you one king that never lost any battle was King David. And I'll show you a pattern also in David. First Samuel chapter 13. Are you following me? Is somebody following me? Praise the Lord. As soon as the guy was honored, he remembered the three other guys. This is the way it works. Everybody will not get blessed at the same time. When yours arrives first and you want it to stay forever, remember others. Something must go. Something. Something. I have met people who... Maybe they earn like 350 every month, something. Something, something, somehow, something happened, and somebody gave them five million. And the next thing to use the old five million to buy a car to do something. I am correcting that brethren don't they, they don't even put God for but, but I'm check, I want to show you something today. Are you following me? First Samuel chapter 30. Let's start from let's read verse 8. Verse 8. You know, this story they came to capture David's family and they took the old family. And David was pursuing. Verse 10. I want to see where some men... Yeah. But David pursued he and 400 men. For 200 men abode behind, which were so faint that they could not go over the brook vessel. I want to show you something from there. Go down to verse 20. 200 men stayed behind. And David took the foil, took all the spoil. Okay. Um, next verse, verse 21. I want to see where... Yeah. And David came to the 200 men which were so faint that they could not follow David whom they had made to also abide by the book and they went forth to meet David and to meet the people that were with him and David came near to the people he saluted them next verse then answered all the wicked men of Belial of those that went with David and said because they did not go with us we will only give them their wives back but we will not give them part of the spoil next verse then David said you shall not do so my brethren with that which the Lord has given us who has preserved us and he has delivered this people to us next verse he said, Oh, we are king to you in this part. Say, So shall be the part of him that tarried by the storm. They shall take the same part. Now, David said, Now, I don't want to bug you reading the open, but you, you can understand what is going on here. They captured David's wife, captured the man's wife, and they went away. David got back to where their camp was, and they met an empty camp. Their children were taken away, and they began to cry. Everybody cried. There are 600 warriors with him. Now, the Lord gave me what a pursue, overtake, and recover. So they set out to pursue. When they got to Brokus, uh, Bessel, 200 out of the 400 men, they were so broken because of their family. 
that they could not even fight again. They dropped their sword and sat down there that we are not going again. And 400 followed David, so 200 stayed back. They got there, they conquered, they recovered everybody back. And beyond that, they recovered goodies. And when they were coming back, some of the men said, when they saw the one, they said, no, no, they didn't follow us. We'll give them their wives back and their children. But among the sheep and all that things we captured, nothing goes to these people. And for some reason, David said, no, no. The Bible said that those who are strong ought to support the weak. David just said that, no, everything we got, all the good things we got, we are going to share it. These 200 people that have fainted, listen, unconsciously, Success can make you to start talking as if others don't know what they are doing. Are you with me? It is the reason why men crash. By the time you look at all the steps you have taken, you start blaming other men. I don't know why some people are not serious with their life. I don't know. And then you start talking like that. You are forgotten. Many times you are like Joseph, sent ahead of your brethren so that they will not be in famine. It is God's pattern. Amen. Amen. The moment other people cannot enter your joy, the joy will not last. It is the first principle. We must get this. If God gives you an amazing job, remember other friends that you have been praying together who don't yet have. Once there is a barrier, once you stand out, Daniel sort of understood this. He told the king that, you know what? Promote Shedrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sat at the gates. But the first, this is the first thing. Isaiah chapter 58 now, wait, wait. Let, let's complete this story. Read further. Ah, that's same 1 Samuel 30. Thank you. 1 Samuel 30. You are going to see a part where David took this part. Apart from sharing with those men, he sent to the elders around Judah. He got something and he felt, I have discovered that the major thing God is shooting out for is actually to kill greed in us. If greed should die in Africa, Africa will live up to the rest of the nations in the world. It is only it's common in Europe that you hear a man towards the end of his life getting all his property, giving it to a university to do research and help students with scholarship. It's not common in Africa. And that's why, so, that's why it's a dark continent and they are here. Are you getting what I'm saying? It is hard to hear a white man marrying second and third wife in his prosperity. But it's common in Africa. Most of the popular Africans, the wife they parade around is not the first wife. Have you seen trend? Can you understand what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Are you, are you following me? <laughs> Amen. If we can accept this in our hearts, that anything that comes to you, um, um, second, I'll talk about this, God first, other people, you must think about them. Something. Now, uh, go down, next verse, next verse, Next verse. So he made, it a, he made it a decree from that day that it should be. And when David came to Ziglad, he sent of the spoil unto the elders of Judah and to his friends, saying, Behold, a present for you of the spoil of the Lord's enemy. Can you see something about David? This kind of king will have an everlasting rulership. It won't come down. Every battle David fought, he won every single battle. He was never conquered once. Amen story. Daniel, four kings. You are seeing the secrets. Daniel, remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. David got something. Ah, he didn't say that men. Okay. He first of all thought about the men that work with him. Then he said that, who are the elders here? He took spot and he sent it to them. If we get to the point, something. <laughs> I've said this before. 
How many of you remember? We had a man here one time. I don't know where the man is now. His wife was coming here. They were separated for more than eight years. And when the wife spoke to me, we started praying together. And one day, by the word of the Lord, I told her that her husband would come back. And the guy came back. And the guy was in the east, living in something like a BQ. But one time, he was rich. The woman told me, you could have been hearing her name like one of the actresses that we are on TV. When she was in Unilag, she was one of the best. But this same man stopped her from acting because of his thinking security. And then she stopped. Now, that made that, that was very painful. So when they separated and then started coming and then we prayed and then we just received a word that the man was going to come. So the man came back and then the man came to see me. And he said, you know what, I grew up as a Catholic, blah, blah, blah. See, he said, but you know, I'm tired of poverty. When people talk like that, time compassion will rise from my heart. So I held the man's and the, the wife's and we prayed. And right there, I told them that in 10 days, something was going to happen. Now, I don't do that every night. That was the Spirit of God just told me. That in 10 days, something was going to happen. His friend, a senator in Abuja, they went to school together. They are not spoken for 15 years. Ran into somebody at the airport and asked after that. Where is also person? You know, if you are prosperous, you are the one that will be asking after everybody. Check it very well. When they call for a reunion of secondary school, some secondary school, those who are happy with life will be glad to... Those who are not happy will not... They will feel that when I get they will know that I'm not married after 20. When I'm dead, they will know that my husband has left, so they don't want to go. Have you, have you noticed that? The guys who are happy, good job, good everything, they want everybody to be on the WhatsApp group. <laughs> it's a reunion. You're happy about the reunion. You want to see everybody because your life is moving. But not everybody wants to see you. <laughs> it's like you're exposing their nakedness. My own school, we've tried with some people, they will not come. And I understand. And I told the guys, no, don't see, go and meet them alone and see how we can help them. It's better. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. The man said, well, so, and then the friend said that, oh, and the friend gave him the number of this man and he called the man. And he said, come and meet me in Abuja. And he went. And the man gave him five million naira. And he said, go and start any business you like. This is the first installment. Come back again after three months and I will give you more. Just show me how the business is making. Now, you know I don't do this. One of the things that was difficult for me to do when the Lord told me to be a pastor was the way pastors have been ridiculed about money and everything. I get very careful. You, have you heard me coming on to say we are praying for titles and the rest? I believe that you should know enough of the world to practice and I lead people to follow the Lord by themselves. Are you, are you with me? We have never asked you in how many years. Okay, go all of you bring your first fruit. If you want to bring your first fruits, your fruit will dry. <laughs> are you following me? I get, I stay away from all those. Now listen to me very well. For some reasons, the Lord told me clearly, tell the man, Give a tithe of the money. And I told him, we don't need money in the church. For your sake, whatever force is working against your finance is still present. Don't let that force attack your success. When the Lord told me, I was sweating. I said, Lord, this man says he can. I don't want trouble. Look, I can't tell him. But the, I said, I, I, it's wrong to uh, do fleas with God. It is wrong. But honestly, I did it that day. I said, Lord, if you really want me to tell you, you have to let, you have to convince me. I know I'm hearing you, but something. Then the wife walked up to me after service and said, you know what? We were praying yesterday night and I told my husband, this money they've given us, give a title so that this money is preserved. And he said, my husband said, I, I understand. 
So I said, oh, thank God. You told him. I said, okay, let me see him. So I told him. I know what he told me. He said, honestly, before my wife said, the God told me that I know that this is what I ought to do. But he kept saying, I will. He did something one million, the thing failed. I will. I will. And he finished the 05 million. Three months after that, he tried to read the senator and the guy refused to pick up. Next time he called, the guy blocked his number. As we talk, it's back to the east, back to that big cube. The Bible says God causes his rain to shine on both the good and the bad. There's nobody that will not say that God has not given you a chance. But many times, some blow it away. I've told you for my grandpa, top president, Pastor John, you know, BBHS, and my father was in the same school. He did not know that my father would become a son-in-law later. Everybody has an opportunity. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So for this guy now, I didn't tell him anything after that. If he meets somebody, they can show him a speed for that you lost it. God is massive. When he sees that and he says, Lord, I'm sorry, God will always give him another chance. God is massive. But you see, he might not even get to the point of knowing what is responsible. He will just begin to philosophize. Like everybody else, come go to philosophize. As you see, life is full of ups and downs. Sometimes we get it right. It's not so. There is a reason. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Sometimes when some people are blessed, they close up themselves. Even away from their relatives and people who have needs. Their attention, they, they keep saying that it's not even enough for what I want to do. Nothing will ever be enough. As long as you are in this world, you will always have projects. Ability to shut your eyes from some things and help is what matters. Are you with me? No matter how fine the house you are living in is, after about four or five years, you are so young for something else. Is that right? Have you celebrated the car before and after why you want to buy another one? The car thought you were loyal to him. To, <laughs> when you got the car, the way you will see, the way you will watch the car very well. The car was happy. This guy loves me. But after a while, <laughs> there is a second wife at home. <laughs> and then the car has become, you know, the car. When you first got in, nobody could drive you. Every time they touch it, they were touching your liver. Oh, my, my liver car! <laughs> but now, anybody can say, <laughs> the mechanics have taken your car. We say, take it. <laughs> And the guy is looking at, have I become like this? <laughs> Are you following me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. When I get to stuff like that, I don't like to say too many things. I wanted to say what I've just said now. Pray about it when you get to man check. Now, Isaiah chapter 60, and I, I went with Isaiah 58, sorry, 58. Isaiah 58. Let's start from around verse 8. And I will close with this. Have you heard me this morning? Praise the Lord. This is very important. I have found out every time you are blessed is for a reason. The reasons are divided into two. Kingdom advancement, less privileged people. Hallelujah. Think about them. God is not against you doing anything for yourself, but think about these people also. Think about others. If 100,000 is not enough for me, it is all that somebody needs for his life to go to another level. If I remember the person, I have 700 with me. I'm trying to get a card of 1.5. I only have 700. If I remove 70,000 and give somebody, I have made somebody's life beautiful. Because all he needs is 70,000. When I start operating like that, I start going higher and higher. Amen. Isaiah chapter 58. Cry loud, spare not. Lift up the vo- thy voice like a trumpet. Show my people their transgression. And the house of Jacob their sins. Of course, we can lie... In New Testament, we are not honest. Our sins are forgiven. But we can learn something from this. He said, yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways. As a nation that did righteousness 
and forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask me for ordinance of justice. They take delight in approaching me. Wherefore have we fasted, said they, and thou hast not seen it? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and you take no knowledge? Behold, in the day you fast, you find pleasure. You exact all your labors. Verse 4. He said, you fast for strive and debate, to smile with a feast of wickedness. You shall not fast as you do this day, to make your voice to be heard on high. Is, this, is it not a fast that I have chosen, a day for a man to afflict his soul? Next verse. Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to lose the band of wickedness, to undo the heavy bodies, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke, to deal thy bread with the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to the house, that when you see the naked, you cover them, and you hide not yourself from your own flesh. Verse 8. What's next? Let's read this one together. Shout that word then. Now, read the rest. Somebody say amen. amen. Is this understood? Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do not let any increase change how you talk. Don't let it change how you respect people, how you treat people. You are preparing for ever-growing success if you adopt this kind of attitude. Once it changes, you know there are people because your parents rely on you to give them money. You change the way you talk to them. We don't pay attention to some of these things. But this is it. I have told people, it takes more to sustain success than arriving there. And the moment you are lifted, be very careful. Watch diligently for things to do that will cause it to multiply. So this is the number one thing on which so, so many fall because of this. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Probably, if Daniel let this enter, the, enter his head also, probably, we will not be reading about Daniel also. I just want to share that Meshach and just fizzled out like that. Just like that. This is very, very important. So we are going to have men and women here. Four kings, whoever is the president of Nigeria, it doesn't matter. You'll keep growing. You keep expanding. You'll be a king like David that will not lose any battle. No matter who the MD is, your promotion is certain. They change the board of direction, change anything, change anything. Hallelujah. You are moving. Oh, glory to God. Whatever gives birth to a thing must sustain it. Is that right? If you demonstrate faith to get something from God or by prayer never stop praying after getting it did you get that? Yes, amen some people in the body of Christ all across the world were led by the spirit of God to take some steps of faith and that brought some measures of blessing to their lives now they stopped taking those steps in the school of the spirit you don't stay on the same spot if you are not advancing you are coming down from time to time, you need to break your level for the next level by doing whatever you've done that caused the rain to be falling heavily upon you. From time to time, you must find yourself doing it. So Abraham kept raising altars from time to time. It is important. You can get to a point where you stop using your faith and now 
because you have some a few soft drugs what you are you you kill yourself if you do that did you get what i've just said right now praise the lord i perceive in my spirit very strongly there are those who need to ask god for another opportunity if God didn't plan to give you another opportunity, He wouldn't let you hear this message. You are hearing this now because another opportunity is coming. I perceive many would have gone farther than where you are right now. But some strategic mistakes were made. There was a little increase. And you, you got blown away by it. You could get into great harvest by always stretching your hand to help a lot of people. And when the harvest comes, this is what I, 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 I'm, I'm sure we'll get a second. This is the most dangerous thing about prosperity. When it comes, it seeks to, um, it seeks to actually remove, to dislodge the very thing that has brought it. Yes. A man is praying, fasting and praying. Prosperity comes, there's so much food and he cannot fast again. Then it starts drying up. This is the serious. Somebody is praying. For husband and then you are married now you can't pray again you don't know that the only thing that the bible equates to god is mammon that's the dangerous side of prosperity what i used to pray about now i can have so much money now that i'm not praying again my money can solve it it will work for a while until i get to a place where i've lost all the spiritual vigor i will now fall into a serious issue and then to pray will be a problem and this is how people are trapped in life are you getting what i'm saying and Satan is an expert in tricking people this way. They don't know. Praise the Lord. Somebody begins to speak the word of God and the business gets to a level. Now he gets so busy he cannot study the Bible again. When he's trying to study, customers are calling. He is reaching the end of his prosperity. I'm explaining part of why Daniel started at the gate. And we are going to look more at this second. This is very, very, very important. This is where saints should be careful. I know all the things I'm sharing with you. We are a young church. I see great people rising. Amen. But we are giving all these warnings ahead so that it can last in your hand. Praise the Lord. The same person that was nice to everybody and that led him to a, a measure of lifting. Now he is lifted up. He's a great guy now. And he's not nice to anybody again. That is what prosperity can do. It, it will almost make, except to make a conscious effort. A pastor is praying. I'm praying for the church to grow. Now there is crowd in the church and it's busy attending to everybody and they cannot pray again. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? This is very common. Today is Kornodi wedding, tomorrow is Kornodi funeral, today is, and then it's everywhere and it says, I'm very busy, I can't pray. And that can be a big trap. How many are falling for this trap? Now all they have to tell the Holy Spirit now excuses. Oh Lord, this one is not, you know, Lord, you understand, you know, you know, just understand. I'm just working in Lekki now, so uh, uh, instead of 30 minutes, I now pray for 5 minutes. Lord, you're, five, even the 5 minutes, you are, as you are going to be true, that's how you are praying. Eternal Father, I thank you for, for today. And on that shower, Lord, you know I love you. Even you yourself, you know I love you. <laughs> as I go, I just keep me, keep everybody, keep bless me, and then jump into the car, and that's all. Don't let that happen to you. Hallelujah. Yours will be everlasting. Amen. It will be from glory to glory. Amen. Every year, you grow more. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, none of you will have a better yesterday. Amen. 
you will never refer to the past as being better. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.